All right. We are back. <clears throat> In the last two days, I have watched one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine movies. Nine movies in two days. I'm very proud of that. Thanksgiving and the day after yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah, you're just like, yeah, you're I'm just kind of like, vacation, out, it's time to <laughs> it's just time. like unload. <laughs> I feel you. But what I'd like to start with <laughs> is a trilogy. Two of the three films you've seen, but I don't think you've seen the third. And Emily turned this on yesterday. I think we were cleaning or we were preparing the house for winter. So we were taking down all the Thanksgiving stuff and putting up all the Christmas decorations. And she turned on the, of course, perfect film and trilogy, uh, The Princess Switch with Vanessa Hudgens. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah. These movies, I think they're all directed by the same guy, too. They are good for him. They are so absurd in the best of ways. And I think what makes them so absurd is the first one really, in a lot of ways, is just kind of like your classic pan trap, body switch, classic movie. You know, they fall in love, blah, blah, blah. And that's fine. <laughs> but But I love what they do with the second one is they decide, you know, this movie, it just, there wasn't enough Vanessa Hudgens in it. Like, truly. What we need is more Vanessa Hudgens. (laughs) She sucks. In the (laughs) second movie, they get a third Vanessa Hudgens, and the plot is just all over the place. And so going into the third of the trilogy, I expected, because what else can you expect? I expected a fourth Vanessa Hudgens. I begged for a fourth Vanessa Hudgens, because that's... That's really all you can want for is every single sequel, because I believe they're making another one, which is supposed to come out soon. So everyone get excited for the fourth Princess Switch movie. I was expecting a fourth Vanessa Hudgens, and there wasn't. It was just the three of them again. Although yep. they, they switch places a lot, and it's hard to figure out who anyone is. I mean, they give them like different accents, but most of the time I had no idea who anyone was in this movie. <laughs> and they're right all the, they're all basically the same person i mean male female it's just like one character <laughs> and i don't even think like the first one's worth watching but i think it's worth watching just to watch the second and third one because the second and third one are so absurd and i and it, it just <clears throat> does it's like so unaware of itself in this weird way I, I I think I disagree with you. I think it's fair. I think so. Okay, so I'm gonna. He's gonna drop some knowledge here. Well, Get every ready. year. So the past couple of years, every year we do watch these like kind of hallmark Netflix like terrible Christmas, Christmas movies, movies that are yeah yeah terrible Christmas movies, and um you know we watch like a handful every single year, and I would say one out of every five are really funny, like really mm-hmm. stupid and bad, um. And then the rest are really boring and run of the mill. Um, they all have the same. It's kind of funny to like after watching one after another. It's just kind of funny to see like how similar they all are. Like they oh, have yeah. like the same. Like they all have the same same construction. They're exactly the same. I guess a princess, which, like you said, especially when you get to the second or third one, it has their. It, it gets more and more lofty. The concept of like the switching <laughs> <Yeah>. around. Um, <laughs> 
you say it's unaware, but I completely disagree. I think these movies are very, very, very aware of how ridiculous and stupid and preposterous they are. Because I mm. think uh, viewers see it as that way. They know that the viewer are going to turn on Princess Switch 2 or 3 and watch it and be like, haha, it's so stupid. Or it's so um, it's so uh, uh, absurd and 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 mm. cheesy and ridiculous. Yeah. I think that filmmakers and producers <laughs> and even actors are smart enough and, <laughs> and enough to know that that is like the goal of like it, of getting people to watch it. That is like the best way to get people to watch it. I think is not, and then and then you know people like talk about it like us on a podcast platform right. to be like, oh, it's so <laughs> ridiculous. Which is why I never like to talk about them. I never like talking about these movies on the show because it's like, like. What can I say? Oh, it's stupid <laughs> and absurd. It's like, it, it's like, yeah, that's kind of like the point of it. Um, it's not to make like a good, it, which is why I find I do watch the movies, but I, I don't necessarily want to talk about them because I do think they're a little dubious. It feels a little like, um, I don't, I don't, be, I, why would I? Besides like watching it and kind of like making fun of it with my partner, why would I put in any more thought into it yeah. if the people who make it don't believe in it either? Like it's 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 creating a piece of art or whatever with the preconceptions that like, yeah, it's whatever, it's stupid. Like people think it's mm-hmm. stupid, it's stupid. Um, you know, let's put in, you know, and so let let's put it together and get it out there so people can kind of like point and laugh at it. Um, I don't really like believe in films and having that power. Or yeah. I don't believe, I just think that's a complete waste of time and resources, you know, in my opinion. <laughs> um, and so I, I, I never ever want to talk about like, like the shitty Christmas movies I watch because I don't want to give it that power. <laughs> this I know this you're laughing. Is too I, powerful. No, I, no, I completely no, understand what you're saying, saying like, though. I, I don't. I it doesn't. It doesn't deserve right? it. No. Yeah. No. No. I. I. I don't disagree at all, and I. I understand what you're saying because these movies are very much made with that in mind, right? They're, it's this complaint that we've had every week since we started this podcast three years ago, yeah. which is wild that we've been doing this podcast for three years, by the way. That's, we've yeah, it is, we've I, almost, I, I, we're about to hit 200 episodes, man. I think we're like coming up on 200 episodes. It's, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, huh, it's wild, but, <laughs> wow. but something we've always complained about, and I, I don't disagree with at all, is how it's sort of playing into making movies just for the fact of like them being watched. Like you can kind of make a profit off them and you can make these princess switch movies so cheaply. I mean, they definitely like each one has more money than the last, like they put more money into it, but it's gotten to the point where like they know they're bad and it doesn't matter. And they're Netflix is trying to do the thing that Hallmark has done so successfully for however many years which is like if we just produce thousands of movies you know they they produce movies just all in all the time you know they release more movies than almost any other most of them suck production most of them look like they suck and and they're all exactly the same right just this cookie cutter we get the actors in you know we pay them the sag minimum we get whatever director like he makes like six (laughs) movies a year and we make it so cheaply (laughs) that like six people need to watch it for it to make money and then you know it one of them will be like so absurdly worse than the others that people will actually like talk about it and there's I understand no, like, how like no, 
yeah they're just like for me like i just don't respect that like i don't i don't respect this like preconception right from the beginning mm -hmm. like we're not trying to make a good movie it's like <laughs> come on man like you have like all these money and resources and like all these like all these like talented like things and like you're just like not gonna like attempt to like make something like truly great I guess I don't know. Maybe the people that do make these movies really do feel like they're making something like truly a great and amazing, and that they're you know providing I don't know some kind of like these movies are also highly ideological. Like Princess <laughs> Switch is a good example. We've I've watched so many of these like like royalty Christmas movies. I don't know what the fuck is up with that. I, I, which for me, I completely have no um, connection with at all. I don't care monarchy. at all. It's so stupid. And but for some reason, people, I guess, like have like a strong connection with it with Christmas, which is why these exist for some reason. Yeah. I guess like one was made and then another was made and then now it just keeps going. I don't, the thing. The, I, I don't really understand the connection with it. Like uh, for some reason, I guess people are obsessed with this idea that. Of like a regular person becoming a princess. Yes. They I guess it. you know they love it. it, it, it it's well, it's just, it's it's the same idea as like a regular person becoming a Jedi. It's the same. It's the idea that anyone can become a, right. It's a regular person idea. becoming a superhero. A regular Peter Parker yeah, it, becoming Spider Man. Exactly yeah. right. It's the same concept. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the hero's journey. <laughs> uh, that's a good. That's a good. Uh, I guess you're right about that. Yeah, you know, that is true. It's just uh, I've seen quite a few. <laughs> of, yeah. yeah of those uh like royalty movies because there's so many of them and they're yeah they're all the same and they're all really shitty and um uh yeah <laughs> well i'll I'll jump off this train because there was one other one that is, is basically the same there's not really anything to say about it and i only saw like 15 minutes of it so unvaluable or invaluable but i did want to talk about the movie i saw in theaters this week because i do now go to movie theaters on tuesdays which it's nice to be back in the theater. It was super busy yeah. on Tuesday, which I did not expect. Although I guess it makes sense that it would be. Also, this movie was sold out. I went to a sold out theater of Whoa, Napoleon, which Napoleon. I wow, here in crazy. Reno, I did not expect. Like, I mean, I've been talking to like people at like Thanksgiving parties and stuff. Like people who don't like movies are interested in this movie, which I thought That's this was going to be a big flop. Like I, I genuinely mm -hmm. thought that. I mean, I, I love Ridley Scott, Joaquin mm -hmm. Phoenix. It's always interesting to watch, but the average folk, man, they're excited about this movie, which I did not, I don't know why, like they did something right. And I can now say the battle scenes are, are fucking spectacular. I mean, truly like just the amount of fucking people he got into the one space to organize. Cause they use people. Like it's very much like they use people to organize yeah. these giant battle scenes is so <laughs> impressive. I mean, just like the, hundreds and hundreds of people like moving in all different directions at once it's beautiful and amazing and incredible special effects and the battle scenes just look spectacular they they really do and they're so well thought out and there's so much time and interest put into it but here's the thing is the battle scenes are only half the movie and this is a two hour and 40 minute movie so there's like 70 90 120 minutes of this movie however many minutes i don't know <laughs> What's two hours and 40 minutes? That's like 160 minutes, like 60 80 minutes. minutes of this movie. The, po the point is, you know, a large portion of this movie is the battle scenes, which are perfect. I think if the movie was just those battle scenes, great movie. Eight out of 10 movie, easily. Then there's the other half of the movie, which is this obsession with Josephine. And I get that 
Napoleon, he legitimately was obsessed with this woman. And I get that. And I get wanting to tell a love story. And look, I am a sucker for a good love story. But everything with Josephine fucking sucks. It is boring. It is uninteresting. It's just a bunch of fancy people sitting around in fancy places. There's no chemistry between our actors here at all. It is just so fundamentally like every conversation they have is just so fucking boring. I mean, I'm I'm like looking at my watch like, oh, my God, when is this going to end? Like everyone in the theater felt that way, too. Like you could tell like everyone's just kind of itching for the next battle scene, which is like, I don't think every movie has to be battle scenes. But I think what's interesting, too, is Ridley Scott does not do this thing that we love to do in movies, which is where we celebrate, right? The Napoleons of the world, the Alexander the Great, the Julius Caesar, the blah, blah, blah. Ridley Scott fucking hates Napoleon and he makes fun of him constantly. This movie is weirdly funny, purposely. And I think that kind of like goes over some people's heads because it's definitely not advertised as that. But like there's these moments in here where like he just does these ridiculous things and it's very clearly ridiculous. Like there's this moment where he goes to see the grave of Alexander the Great in Egypt, which of course is like this very famous moment. And, you know, he, he's supposed to like cry and they just, they fucking make fun of him. It's hilarious. He's like a pathetic individual. He's pathetic. And that's, and that's what they like do in the movie, which I did not expect at all. Cause like typically even with like Ridley Scott, like, you know, we, we think of like the gladiator, right? We kind of celebrate this thing mm-hmm. of like the, the masculinity and the powerful, but he's like, makes napoleon just like this stupid pathetic failure and i mean i don't hate napoleon that much as much as clearly ridley scott does but i mean he's just kind of like he's just kind of like an historical figure he's just a star- i don't i don't, he's I don't think guy. he's not he's not necessarily someone to like or or hate i don't know he just he, ridley he scott was a guy him. that existed or I the writer so. i guess i mean or, he or, makes he makes him yeah. look pathetic like he makes him look like this stupid pathetic man who's just like obsessed with josephine and i don't know i mean there really is some great moments in this which i i absolutely love and i love the battle scenes and the way it ends too (laughs) where he's stuck on the island because he did have such like a weird tragic ending is fascinating and i I love that ending but all the stuff with josephine i'd say cut it out i say we should make a cut of this movie where it's just the battle scenes and the stuff with napoleon and it'd be maybe a 90-minute film, and it'd be great. I'd be down for that. Because the stuff with Josephine, it's just, like, fundamentally uninteresting. And the characters, like, they have no reason to like each other or enjoy each other's company. And Josephine as a character is incredibly uninteresting. And she's the only female character in the film. And yet, even though she's the only female character, she's still uninteresting. (laughs) Like, there's nothing about her that's interesting. So... It's definitely got its moments and watching those battle scenes in a theater was very exciting, especially around a lot of other people who were excited for those battle scenes. But if you can slog through the Josephine stuff, it's worth it. Okay. I will not be seeing this movie in the theaters. <laughs> yeah. I I'm figured. just not all that interested. I just, yeah. I, I just have no excitement to go see it for whatever reason. Um, a lot of other movies I'd rather go see. Yeah. Um, uh, we did, we did, you know, it's funny you said about the crowded theater because when we, so last Sunday we went to, um, was it Sunday? It might've been during the week. I think it was early Sunday morning. So last Sunday morning, um, mm-hmm. like at like 10 or something. 
um, we it was my partner and I in an empty theater to see Priscilla. There was no one in there, <laughs> uh, which hasn't happened in a long, long time. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the last time I went to a movie and there was no one there to go see it except the two of us. Um, so yeah, we went to see Priscilla. We were just I was I was more fascinated by of how the product would turn out than Napoleon. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I will say like I kind of appreciate the attempt at like trying to make a movie from the perspective of Priscilla Presley because and I think the movie does a good job at the beginning of like pointing this out that is like the craziest life a person could ever live (laughs) where you are basically a teenage girl a regular American teenage girl and then basically out of nowhere you are dating Elvis Presley the biggest star ever that is has to be one of the craziest lives one of the craziest turns of a person's life in all of like history yeah and she's like 14 too right like she's not even like right so i guess the so yeah she well yeah she starts dating elvis presley essentially when she's like 14 15 there they meet at an army base in germany he leaves she is away from him for like a couple years and then he, she is shipped to Tennessee when she's like 17 or 18. And then they, you know, what? Yeah. I mean, just she like sh- the way you she, describe, like she's shipped. <laughs> like she like is a- like, because like, yeah, like he, he's like, I'm done like making like this movie or whatever. So I'm chilling. You should come to the crib and, you know, in Tennessee and check it out. Um, And of course, that house would be the house that she would live for, you know, ever and ever and ever. Right. Um, and Graceland, right, is what it's called. Um, yeah. And I guess like, I guess like, I guess, I guess like Elvis never had sex with her until they, she was like, like for some reason he withheld it for a long time. Um, not that it's important. It doesn't really matter. Um, but yeah, I'm just saying like, I think that that perspective and that like, like life is fucking it's to me it's just like crazy for like that to happen to someone yeah. where again you have very little you're 14 you have very little experience life experience at that point the and then you're yeah. dating elvis presley like that's crazy <laughs> and then of course i get married and they have a kid and stuff like that so i appreciate that perspective i didn't really like all that care much for the movie overall though i mean there's no elvis music which is fine with me and i think that okay. the song choices I don't really like I'm I'm okay with there being no Elvis music. There's plenty of other great music in it though. I think the guy from okay. Phoenix is the guy who like scored it or picked out the music for it and he did a good job. Cool. Yeah. Um and you know the acting is fine all the way around I would say. It's fine. Um but it's just a movie that I think like loses steam over time cuz the movie at the beginning and I would say up until like they get married is like you're kind of like glued to it you're just kind of like what like what crazy shit is gonna happen to her you know for for dating elvis which is like a again a crazy thing for a person to do yeah and but but then you know you watch and the movie ends and the movie ends with her leaving him like she you know decides like you know i'm done you know Mm -hmm. with the relationship it's it's like too difficult um, and she leaves him and um you know i don't really i didn't think it was like a bad movie i didn't find myself entirely you know enraptured in it um 
I think it's worth probably like a stream. Um, okay. I just, uh, I don't know. I wasn't thoroughly impressed by it, but I wasn't, I didn't hate it either. Um, again, I appreciate the attempt to try to put that perspective into a movie because I think it's an interesting one. I just don't, I just didn't particularly care for the movie, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I didn't really have any interest in seeing this movie in particular. I mean, I know Priscilla's life is wild. <laughs> I mean, to be literally, I mean, the kids I work with at the high school level are like 14, 15 years old. So that is interesting to think like one of my kids would suddenly be dating the most famous mm -hmm. person and i don't even think there really is someone i i maybe like taylor swift i guess like the only one that you could even compare to the amount of fame that elvis presley had at the time which i think is very hard for people to grasp just like how famous people like elvis and beatles were because it's just like fame is such a different yeah. thing now you know I mean, what I mean? taylor swift is maybe like the only comparable person exactly maybe. Right. but even then like I don't know. It's still not the know. same though. I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't necessarily know if it's the same either. People don't buy music as much as they used to. Right. Um, so I think that's like an aspect to it as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I think just the way fame exists in the world is so very different. I mean, because we you know, you can be famous just having a podcast yeah. and not even know what these people look like, or it, it's sure. so much more my new like what it means to be famous i mean there's just so many more famous people than there were back in the 50s and 60s when elvis sort of kind of had his sort of reign or the beatles or whatever i mean you could pick out like four people and it's like those are the four people that you know so it, just the way it exists is very different the way we kind of have our niches and, and our different things but I think it's it's an intriguing idea, but I just don't really have any interest. And I like Sofia Coppola. I yeah, like whatever. some of her work. I like She's Beguiled. I, 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 I guess. I You know, Beguiled, I think that's an overrated movie. I think Beguiled's an overrated movie. I think Lost in Translation is a great movie, but I don't think Lost it's like a perfect movie. No. But like, but Beguiled is overrated. And I think, but I haven't seen a lot of her work. Like, I haven't even seen like Virgin <laughs> Suicides. Which I know is um, like or people's Ring, favorite. Or Nowhere. Or... Yeah, so there's plenty of movies that I think I need to, you know, acquaint myself with before I For sure. say anything more broadly about her. Um, I don't know. Like, I find her movies, too, like, they, they kind of have, like, an awkwardness to it as well that I don't think I appreciate all that much. I don't know. There's just something kind of awkward about it, I guess. Um, Again, I, it, it wasn't terrible. I just didn't really mm -hmm. identify with it in any way. <laughs> yeah. No, I get that. I mean, I... I didn't really have any interest in seeing. I didn't know the movie existed until my kids was like, "Are you gonna go see this movie?" And I was like, "Oh, uh, I guess uh, maybe." I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to. I think it's the kind of movie that is I don't think. Fine I don't think stream, it matters. But... I don't. I, I think it's completely. I think from your perspective, it's completely inconsequential, and yeah. that's how it felt for me. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much how I feel about it. But speaking of a movie that is not inconsequential to Emily. This is a movie she's watched every year since since she was a kid. Probably too young to be watching this movie, which I, get, I guess I didn't understand. I always thought this movie was like a PG movie for some reason, but it's not. It's it's a R-rated movie, and I don't know why I always thought that. Maybe it was just like 
something around it, but it's Bridget Jones diary. So like it's a classic like British. female movie. Yeah, British. Female movie. <laughs> you know what no, I mean? Like a chick though? Flick. Like, it's a chick like flick. Like the classic chick, like when I was a kid, like when I thought a chick yeah. flick. Like this is the movie I thought of. I never, I was never aware of this movie. I don't know anything about it. I well, I know about it now, but I don't. I didn't. This movie was not in my purview when I was a kid. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I did not watch as a kid. I think the only reason I knew of the movie is because Emily watched it and <laughs> cousins watched it, and like you know, since my whole family is women, really other than me, it was like this was a movie that they all watched and they all loved, and I had never seen it. And yesterday, I'd seen parts of it, of course, because Emily's watched it so many times. But yesterday was the first time. That I watched it all the way through. And honestly, it's not bad. I kind of miss this era. And we talked about this before when we were talking about that Shanning Tatum movie, Max, I think is when we were talking about Max, which funny enough, one of my kids is actually reading that book right now. And this is a kid who refuses to read, but for whatever reason, he's like, this is the book I want to read. I was like, okay, cool. Of course, it's the book about a guy who like, has a dog or like someone else's dog and he's like bringing it back to the family or, or some shit something about the marines and dog and, and something like that anyways when we were talking about that movie we talked about this like rom-com that isn't like super expensive or super cheap right it's, it's not a hallmark movie and it's not you know a multi-hundred million dollar film like it's kind of middle of the road films that aren't really made are you talking anymore? about bridges are you talking about bridges jones's diary yeah yeah and, and okay I know, I know you're about to say too. The other thing too that makes these even Bridges Jones's diary. I know what you mean because it's, 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 it's. I guess um, it's not that much different than something you might find now on like Netflix or something like that, right? Like in terms of its like construction, sure. its story, its characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, hey, but Bridges Jones's diary was still shot on film. Exactly. So it's still, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks good. Like whatever you, whatever shit you want to say, you know, it, it is the same concept that a million of these movies done. There's nothing like new or unique or original about it. But the thing is, like, for better or worse, like it's a competently made film. Like at the end of the day, this is like a filmmaker who had like, <clears throat> a, it's a female filmmaker, Sharon McGuire, who had like a very specific idea of what she wanted to make, and she made it, and like. That's great. Like for better or for worse, whether you hate Bridget Jones Diary or you love it, like it is a movie made by a person, which is something you cannot say about so many movies. Sure. Of course. Like yeah. even if you like big budget, you know, fucking Marvel shit or you know, your your tiny budget Netflix Hallmark original shit. It's a real movie. <laughs> and and I'm, I watch this movie after watching all three Princess Switches in a row. So like I think that part of it was too, was just like, oh, wow, this is this is what movies are. Like, just to be reminded that, like, movies can be, yeah, be a thing by made by people. Immediately, when you watch, like, a rom-com from, like, the 90s or, like, the up until, like, probably, what, like, the mid to late 2000s, yeah. even if it sucks, which it probably kind of does, you're just kind of like, well, so it's still kind of like, you're still kind of like, it feels like you're being transported, you know, to a different yeah. world, you know. Exactly, and it does all those things fine. I mean... You know, it, it's funny. It's enjoyable. It's definitely not made for me. And I need to recognize that. Like, that movie's not made close, for me. Yeah. And I know that. But I had a good time with it. I didn't love it. it. It's a 6 out of 10 kind of movie. But honestly, it was just nice to, like, after a whole day. And that's not even the first. Before I watched the Princess Switch movies, Emily and I watched another sort of Netflix original movie called Christmas Inheritance, which is, like, 
it's the same thing. All, all the same thing. You know, it's about this woman yeah. who lives in New York City and she goes to a small town and blah, 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 blah. You know, that whole uh, Christmas spirit, blah, blah, blah. But after a literally, what, eight to 10 hours of watching <laughs> Hallmark yeah. originals, basically, to just see a movie that is an actual movie, like You're I would actually like, call <gasps> this a movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whoa. <laughs> but yeah, it and it, you know, again, it's like it, it it is the comedy that much different than like uh you know, some movies like that. I don't know, it's Not probably really. a little bit funnier. Yeah, yeah. it's just kind of like yeah, you I mean, know, it's better. It's, it's it's still like middle of the road kind of shit, but, yeah. but again, you know, it's still it's it's a movie from 2001, you know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, it was yeah. I I get why people <clears throat> watch it around Christmas. It's perfectly fine so you know i think the only other movie i think i'll mention real quick we saw it at the speed um we saw this uh czech movie um that was pretty good called when the cat comes although i think it's a different title when we saw it in the theater um on letterbox is called when the cat comes um it's just this very kind of like vivid colorful a Czech movie. I think they're restoring it and they're going to put it on a criterion soon. Um, it was just kind of like a very enjoyable, nice kind of jaunty movie about education and childhood and mm-hmm. anti-authoritarianism. And um, it had like a really big cast and um, uh, it had uh, a lot of animals in it. And, um, you know, I'm not going to say that like, I love the movie through and through, mm-hmm. um, but, and, 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 but, you know, it it was it was a nice kind of sixties, very sixties movie from another country that, that I don't know a lot of movies from, Czechoslovakia. Yeah. And, you know, like the town that they're in is really cool and nice and everybody in it feels nice and lived in. And I don't know. It, it was just kind of like a cool, nice sort of, you know, again, like to use a word again, kind of an inconsequential movie. But I thought it was it still had some like really nice kind of points and um and and you know it kind of felt like you know it's kind of like a movie about this town and it feels like it it really kind of feels like all the people there do actually live in the town like as if like <laughs> they found a town but I don't think that's the case I think you know everybody there is our actors um sure. but it's nice that it didn't necessarily feel that way so I don't know. I don't have a lot to say about it except that it was cool to go see it. Um, and yeah. Yeah. I love a good art cinema. They sold the uh, the Carson Stadium Cinema, which is like the small, I think it was like four theaters in Carson City. And yeah. after it closed down, like a bunch of people are upset because it was kind of like, it's something that had been here in the Carson Reno area for 30 or 40 years you know it was it was a staple of the community it was like one of the first movie theaters here uh for, first one carson and then one of the first ones in the reno area and so when it shut down everyone was really sad and i was looking at it you know just a couple of weeks ago to be like oh i wonder if like because they they put it up for sale and i was like oh i wonder if like what what like that would cost to just like renovate it or even look at it and they turned it into like a bunch of offices like they cut it apart wow it's like oh, fuck man That's sad like you have this like beautiful old theater that's been around like it's literally like a historical part of the Reno Carson yeah. area and you just fucking tore it apart into like some stupid offices that no one's going to use because like no one fucking uses offices anymore like what the fuck 
You, you need to watch. You need to watch the killer. I was reminded. This reminds me of the yeah. killer for some reason. <laughs> you, you need to watch that movie soon. Okay, it's great. You, you got to see it. Yeah, I was thinking about it because we're we're thinking about what we're gonna watch that next week, which we're going to see Saltburn. I think is what it's called. Saltburn. Oh no, Saltburn I'm not like seeing that. that movie. Well, not yeah. seeing that movie. <laughs> no. Sure, it's fine. Refuse. But refusing. Yeah, it, it it broke my heart. So. But otherwise, movie-wise, I did watch a couple of other movies, but most of it was like movies that were just on. <clears throat> and you know, I'm not really someone who likes to talk to other people in in general, particularly people I don't know. I mean, one of the Thanksgiving parties, I knew pretty much everyone there, so I just chilled. You know, we hung out. But the other party, I knew maybe like one or two people there, and I'm like, I, I don't want to, I don't have to meet new people. I mean, I gotta do that. I I gotta spend all day with kids. Like, I gotta spend all day with people every day at work. I don't want to do that at home. Like, I want to do that on my vacation. So I mostly just sat in front of the TV and watched like bits and pieces of movies that were changed like every 15 minutes, which drove me a little insane. Like these people would turn on a movie and then within like 10 minutes, they'd be like, we're going to watch something else. I'm like, why? Just, oh, that's crazy. Just uh, just stay with the movie. Like, I don't it's, really it's like, for me, like, I, yeah, for me, yeah, it's like, yeah, it. that's crazy too. If they're just playing in the background, that's funny. Like, why do you care? They're like, oh, well, we want to turn this movie back. I'm like, who, who cares? Like it, it was like, uh. First is The Big Lebowski, which, by the way, great choice. Love The Big Lebowski. I don't know how, like, Thanksgiving that movie is, but who cares? I mean, I mean, that's a good, like, funny movie. It's a good, funny movie. It's a great movie to put on in the background. So I saw, like, the last 20 minutes of The Big Lebowski, and then I saw the first 10 minutes of Hook, which I, I have no opinions on Hook. It's fine. I know, like, Steven Spielberg. I never really watched all the way through. It, it was a whole thing for him, but it, not really my thing. And then they turn on Elf, which I like Elf. I think it's a, I've seen it dozen at least times. I mean, I've seen it. Yeah. I think I've seen this movie every year since it came out in 2003. I, I saw it. Yeah, I saw it in theaters and I watched it a lot as a kid. I don't really have any interest to like watch it every year, though. It's not that great, in my opinion. It's just OK. I mean, I've I've never turned on Elf, but it's always <laughs> someone in the family always turns it on. And I always like I'll I'll watch it. I, it's in. True, it's an enjoyable, yeah. yeah, solid film. Again, it's like That's, one of those movies that, like, you know, whatever, like, whatever you think, it's like it's its own thing. John Favreau makes this Christmas movie, and I think I the watched, Will like, Ferrell shtick gets less Old. and less funnier for me every year. I feel that <laughs> way about like Jim Carrey as well. Like, the Will Ferrell Jim Carrey kind of like thing that they yeah. do in their movies. Um, as a kid, I liked a lot, for sure. But as I grow older, the more I'm like, I don't, I don't like this. Like this is, this is like they're like yelling and stuff. It's like to me, that's not very funny anymore. But that's just me personally. Like again, yeah. like you're right. If Elf was playing in the background, I'd be like, okay, whatever. Like that's fine. Cool. Yeah. Like I wouldn't be upset. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not at all. No, no. So yeah, I, I get the Jim Carrey thing. I never really saw the appeal of like Jim Carrey's shtick, his kind of no, over the I, when I was a kid, stuff, I loved it. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, like the Ace Ventura and all that shit. I, I, I like the mask a lot and I liked oh, yeah. um there's like a couple others I think I liked a lot too. Um Ace Ventura, I remember seeing clips of it like on TV and I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um but those movies have not aged well, I don't think. No. <laughs> I mean there's still people that love those movies and good for them, but I do like Jim Carrey and his more serious stuff, though. Like when he does, he did that TV show a couple years ago. 
which I think we've talked about on the podcast before, where he's like a puppet guy. I, I don't remember the name. Kidding is the name of the show. Yeah, it, oh yeah. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed that show. And so, yeah, yeah, you know, Truman Show, Eternal stuff. Sunshine are fine, but these like those yeah. movies and like and everything are just kind of like they're more like uh, they're more kind of to me they're more kind of like uh, like flukes, right? And then everything <laughs> else is just like you know the Grinch, the Mask, the Ace Ventura movies. Uh, yeah. You know, like these don't. Wasn't he just recently I, in something like in the last like year or two? No, you know he's still in movies. I guess he still appears he's, in. Them. He's still doing stuff. Let me see. Like I'm. He Sonic. I mean, he was in Sonic too. He's in the Sonic movies. <laughs> oh yeah, he's in the Sonic. That's probably what I'm thinking of. Because my cousin really likes those movies. Sonic too. What is this? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Jim Carrey's a weird guy. <laughs> it maybe it is maybe it's just a fluke. I don't know. Like maybe like those moments where he kind of does something that's like because most of his stuff is kind of that ridiculous, over the top, whatever. But then he'll have like this moment where he does something that's like genuinely interesting. But. He's a weird guy, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't really care about him all that much. Yeah. Um. But yeah, um, that's kind of how I feel about Will Ferrell as well, to an extent. Maybe less so. Know, have you ever seen Will Ferrell in a serious role? I think he's done them. Uh, I don't know. I don't Maybe. think I have. I have. It doesn't really didn't really uh, do anything for me I guess um, I didn't realize how many movies I've seen Will Ferrell in I mean he's a lot of movies <laughs> he's in a lot of movies he's in a, he, he, he's done a lot of small roles over the years as well yeah there's that Stranger Than Fiction movie that I guess is somewhat serious but like I don't know um, like I don't know man like if we're talking movies like I don't know it's really the only thing that's even like close to Serious, at least when I'm looking at now, it's all like that Will Ferrell kind of shtick, which I mean, good for him. You know, he I don't made know. his living out of. I did watch yeah, the Street Next Door, he's probably rich as hell. Oh, yeah, isn't that that's probably a little serious? Which is a serious, which actually Will Ferrell is good in that because he doesn't do a shtick and he plays like just this. I we talked about the show before, which I don't think the show is good, but I think Will Ferrell in the show is good like he it's really interesting to see him kind of play this guy who like just doesn't really understand this world and it shows that yeah. he could i think he genuinely could play like an intriguing character but he just never does but i think i think it's out there i think will Ferrell could do it and i think it'd be interesting to do like one of those things where like you have the ironic sort of like if he played like a washed up comedian in like some movie sure, about yeah like i would i would like to see something like that from him but sure. I, not that we will but i guess he was funny in barbie he made me <laughs> laugh fine in that, in that. Movie. yeah yeah he's that's enjoyable in yeah barbie. you know that's a, you know he was i guess like he i can't i think he can still i guess be funny it's just like whatever he's not really like an actor <laughs> actor kind of guy not... which whatever i guess it's fine yeah, in that regard so yeah. i mean 
speaking of actor actors which I'll, I'll end on what i start or one of the things i start with which is napoleon and i think my biggest disappointment is joaquin phoenix in that role disappointing like he just doesn't give anything to the performance which there was a time where i really loved joaquin phoenix but now i'm after seeing napoleon like it was just such a bland performance and i don't know if that was him or just like the writing or what it was but like him as napoleon was just so fundamentally uninteresting and like he doesn't do any like he's just like there's nothing there Mm -hmm. so come on looking i think people i think even great actors are allowed to phone it in occasionally I agree. I think he phoned it in. I think that's honestly what it is, which is a weird one to phone it in, but it feels like he phones this performance in. He's just like, eh, which is whatever. I mean, you know, you're you're a busy man. You got you got to get ready for Joker too. So, I think you're allowed to phone it in, yeah. If you're a great <laughs> actor. As great as Walking Phoenix is, you know, he's Yeah, 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 I love Walking Phoenix. So, and maybe part of it too is just like expectations, right? I mean, you expect Walking Phoenix to be Walking Phoenix, so whatever. But yeah, that's pretty much it for my end well that's all i had to say (laughs) all right y'all thank you for listening and until next time thank you